the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're locked in with your host, Brent McGuire. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. This episode is brought to you by the Locker Room app. Make sure to download the app and join me this week at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Friday to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way that we talk about sports. All right, we have a lot to get into in this episode. More bad stuff from the Angels. We're going to talk about all of it. Another loss for the Angels, four straight losses. So we're going to dive into the Angels' 3-1 to loss. We're going to dive into Joe Madden's extremely questionable bullpen management from Wednesday's game and for much of the season. And we're going to finish on a positive note by talking about yet another strong pitching performance from Shohei Otani. But before getting into the episode, as usual, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at bmags94. You can find the podcast at Locked on Angels. You can find my written work at Crashing the Pearly Gates. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to download Subscribe, rate, and review the Lockdown Angels podcast wherever you get your podcast from. So happy Thursday. Hope you're doing well, despite the fact that the Angels are playing some just downright terrible baseball right now. It has not been a lot of fun to watch. So we're going to get into everything today. Like I mentioned, we're going to talk about this game specifically. I'm going to kind of go into a little rant about Joe Madden's bullpen management because it was just downright indefensible. And then to finish off the episode, to bring some optimism into this, I do want to spend some time talking about Shohei Otani, not only what he did on the mound, but just looking at the numbers again, because it's outlandish to see what he's doing on the baseball field. Before we do that, I did want to bring up a couple things. First and foremost, Friday fan mailbag. If you have any questions, feel free to send those in. I will address all of them on tomorrow's episode. And we are going to do a locker room session tomorrow night at 6 p.m. This one will be a little bit shorter. That's probably the only time I can do it. The Angels game starts at 6.38 against the Dodgers. So this one will be a little bit shorter. But if you want to join just for like a quick little pregame discussion about the Angels, feel free to join. You can download the app on the Apple Store. Make sure to follow me at BMAGS94. So let's get into the Angels, and the way that they've played recently. They are 4-10 and in their last 14 games. They have lost four straight games, and things are not looking good right now. They are 13-16, and and that is almost, it's almost incomprehensible considering they started the season 7-3. and This team started the year 7-3, and and they're now at 13-16. and So as quickly as as the Angels got off to this great start and things were looking pretty good, they are, they're not looking good at the moment. Things are really rough. And before this game even started, even before we dive into this conversation, we got some bad injury news regarding the Angels. Anthony Rendon went to the injured list with the left knee contusion. So he isn't expected to be out for a very long time, but it's enough where we're not going to see him for the next 10 days or so. So that's obviously a big blow for the Angels. It's the second time that he's been on the injured list this season. We also did not see Max Stassi 
or Justin Upton in the lineup. Both of them had minor injuries that they experienced during Tuesday's game. So the lineup was not looking pretty for the Angels. And this was going into the game. Shohei Otani, who we're going to spend a lot of time talking about in this episode, did not hit and pitch in the same game. So they were down Shohei Otani. They were down Anthony Rendon, Justin Upton, and Max Stassi. I mean, you saw the lineup before the game and you knew it was going to be a problem. Taylor Ward, who was just called up, was batting second. Phil Gosselin, yes, Phil Gosselin was batting sixth as the DH for the Angels on Wednesday night. I mean, that was kind of your first time that, okay, this was going to be a tough night to score runs. And indeed it was. The Angels put up exactly one run on the board, and that came on a bases-loaded walk from Jared Walsh. And that was it for the offense. It was a very, very quiet night. And quite frankly, it almost worked out for the Angels based on how the game was going. Shohei Otani, who, again, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about uh, towards the end of this episode, pitched five scoreless innings for the Angels. And it was kind of similar to his past starts. There were a lot of walks, a lot of strikeouts, and very few balls put in play. But overall, he gave the Angels a chance to win the game. So he walked two batters in the uh, top of the sixth inning and was pulled for Chris Rodriguez, who came in and was able to wiggle out of the jam before Junior Guerra came in uh, the following inning and allowed the go-ahead three-run home run to Brandon Lau. And that was it. That was basically the game. A bases-loaded walk from Jared Walsh and a three-run homer from Brandon Lau. And the Angels dropped their fourth straight game. So we're going to spend a few minutes talking about Joe Madden's bullpen management. And this is a hard one. I think at some point recently, I had a few questions about Joe Madden's bullpen management. And I don't think it was great last year. And early on this year, I was trying to give him some credit. Because as much as the bullpen was in flux, and there were so many different moving parts going around, much of the blame could have been placed on Angels GM Perry Manassian for not constructing a better bullpen with more defined roles. And you add in some bad performances from guys like Rysel Iglesias, some injuries for guys like Felix Pena, a sudden retirement from Ty Buttry. It was at least understandable that it was going to take some time for the bullpen to kind of figure itself out. We're kind of at that point now where it's far enough into the season where you've kind of established who your best pitchers are in the bullpen and maybe your weak links in the group. So Joe Madden made the right decision to pull Shohei Otani. I have no doubts about this. Look, Otani gave the Angels five scoreless innings, but the command was kind of coming and going, and it was very clear that Shohei Otani was walking a tightrope in terms of his command. So again, I think Joe Madden absolutely made the right decision to bring Chris Rodriguez in. He had not pitched in a full week after throwing a career-high three-and-a-third innings last week in Texas. So that was the right move. And Chris Rodriguez rewarded that decision by getting three quick outs on six pitches. I think the expectation was he was going to go another inning, possibly two more innings. And for whatever reason, look, I'm recording this before we've heard from Joe Madden, but to be quite frank, I don't know if there's anything Joe Madden can say in his post post-game press conference that's going to change my mind on this. 
there was no defensible reason for Chris Rodriguez to be coming out of that game. And if he was the guy that you wanted coming out, I cannot quite figure out why Mike Myers was not coming in. This was a game that the Angels were, they again, they were really walking a tightrope in this game. They were up one to nothing. They needed to, to pull the right strings to make the right moves. And for whatever reason, Chris Rodriguez, after throwing six pitches and being the Angels, I, I would argue the Angels' best reliever this season and potentially moving forward, somehow was not able to throw more than six pitches in this outing. And again, if Joe Madden says that Rodriguez dealt with an injury, that's a totally different story. But that's not the case. Rodriguez was apparently fine. He was good enough to come out and pitch that inning to get the Angels out of trouble. But for whatever reason, Joe Madden decided to go to Junior Guerra and it backfired immediately with that three-run homer. And look, we don't know what would have happened. If Chris Rodriguez would have stayed out there, it's possible that the Rays still would have won this game. We really don't know. But Joe Madden did not put the Angels in the best position to win this game. And that is really disappointing because, look, you're watching the Angels right now, just like I am. This team is struggling. They're looking for any kind of wins to start building some momentum. And with the recent injury news, this was a game that was winnable for the Angels. They were in the position to win this game by just pulling the right strings with bullpen management. And look, I fully understand that it's a complex thing to do to construct a bullpen and to manage it properly, but I cannot for any sort of reason understand why Chris Rodriguez was not allowed to go back out there for the following inning, especially considering that it was still the bottom of the Rays order. If maybe he gets into trouble, maybe you've got Mike Myers warming up in the bullpen just to be safe, but there it felt like there was a better way to go about managing this game. And that to me is disappointing because this felt like a winnable game. And even beyond all that stuff, I mean, Shohei Otani didn't end up getting the win in this game. And that, look, I'm someone who maybe necessarily does not believe in pitcher wins being a valuable tool, but it probably sucks for Shohei Otani who pitched a pretty darn good game and was not rewarded with it. So Look, things are really rough right now. It's not just the bad team performance uh, falling under 500 and really just cratering right now. It's the injuries. It's Joe Madden not making good baseball decisions. It's just a tough time for the Angels. And this was just another night where the Angels could not pull off the win. And it was a very, very disappointing ending once again. So we were about to take our first break, but I got a notification from Fabian Ardaya at The Athletic. They are talking to Joe Madden about Chris Rodriguez, and apparently he was supposed to be brought out for a second inning, but complained of shoulder irritation. So I do stand corrected about my comments about Joe Madden's bullpen management. Obviously, this is much more serious than one game of bad bullpen management. There isn't anything else to pass along for now, but obviously Chris Rodriguez dealing with shoulder irritation is something to monitor in the next few days, and it's definitely not something you want to hear given the very long track record of past injuries for Rodriguez. So hopefully this is something minor and nothing more serious, but again, this is a situation worth monitoring, and yeah, this is a rough time for the Angels. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Shohei Otani's 
start on the mounds and really just the overall track record and resume for him this season. But first, let me tell you about Locker Room. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. This app is free to download and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I will be hosting rooms for Locked On Angels once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked On Angels podcast through our Locker Room conversation. So make sure to join me this week at 6 p.m. Pacific time shortly before the Angels-Dodgers game. Again, that's going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific time this Friday before the Angels-Dodgers game. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and it does not require membership or account login. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com stay low for everybody including those professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much money for the same parts? So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all of the parts available for your car or your truck. Make sure to write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. So I feel like we've spent enough time being pessimistic about this team. Look, the Angels are not playing well. Things are kind of spiraling right now. And the latest Chris Rodriguez news is not great. But I do want to talk about Shohei Otani. Another strong start for him. And yes, there are some very obvious issues that Otani has had so far. Consistency, being able to go out there on a consistent basis has been a problem. The command issues, I mean, we have seen him go from not being able to throw a strike to striking every single batter out. But as a whole, I mean, things are looking pretty good for Otani right now. I mean, you're talking about a guy who is striking out 35% of opposing hitters. I mean, that is a figure that is higher than guys like Joe Musgrove. It's higher than guys like Trevor Bauer. I mean, we're talking about Otani missing bats with the elite starting pitchers in baseball. And yes, it's a smaller sample, but it's definitely backed up by what we're seeing and the numbers. A 2.41 ERA. That's better than guys like Max Scherzer, for instance. I mean, that's a pretty crazy thing to think about. The same guy that is capable of hitting a ball 450 feet is also pitching the way he is right now. And a lot of the underlying numbers maybe suggest that he's been a little bit lucky, and that would make sense. In 18 and two-thirds innings pitched, he's got 19 walks. So yeah, he's walking more than a batter per inning to this point. But it is interesting that he's striking out essentially everybody else, and he's not allowing all of that many hits and guys to reach base 
other than walking guys. So as a whole, Otani has been interesting. He kind of feels like the perfect pitcher in today's environment in terms of lots of strikeouts, lots of walks, very few balls put in play. But it's been effective so far. And look, this isn't something that's necessarily sustainable, but I have been firmly on the record of saying that Shohei Otani's command is going to get better. I mean, we have seen it at times where Otani does show the the capacity to throw a lot of strikes. It's very, it's a little odd, but I also not all that surprising given what Otani has been through. I really do believe that going through start after start, giving himself, I don't know, 100 innings or so this year, that's going to be his route to starting to build up that command a little bit better. I do think it's going to be a work in progress, but even if that's the case, we're seeing right now that it's working. Yes, the ERA might be a little bit fluky. He's probably pitching closer to a four ERA type of pitcher based on all of the the walks and whatnot, but the strikeouts, the stuff, the ability to limit hard contact. I mean, he's been able to pitch himself out of jams. These are all very important indicators. And beyond just some of these baseline level stats, you look at the stuff. I mean, the fastball has been electric. It's been in the upper 90s. His split finger fastball might be the best pitch in baseball just based on the ability to basically not let hitters do anything with it. I'd have to go look at the updated stats after this game, but going into the game, hitters were 0 for 19 on at-bats ending against the splitter with 18 strikeouts. I mean, it is a borderline unhittable pitch. And then you add in a very good slider, a very good curveball, and a new cutter that he's starting to work with. He's got the ingredients to do a lot of big things, and it was just fun to watch him. I mean, he was electric in terms of his stuff. He made a pretty fun play on the mound where there was a line drive from Austin Meadows, hit right back at him, hits off the glove, bounces up, and he bare hands it, has this big smile on his face. I mean, it was a really, really fun moment, probably the best moment of that game. And, I mean, look, things are really bad for the team right now as a whole. But in terms of what, look, we talk about Mike Trout a lot and obviously Shohei Otani a lot now. Otani you put together everything that he's doing so far this year, and it's actually absurd to think about what he's capable of doing. I mean, I was looking after he got pulled from this outing, and what I found was Shohei Otani is a better hitter by weighted runs created plus this season than someone like Jose Ramirez, and he's homered more than Mike Trout. As a pitcher, he has a lower ERA than Max Scherzer and a higher strikeout rate than Trevor Bauer. And as a base runner, he has more stolen bases than Byron Buxton. I mean, again, look, we watch this on a daily basis, so maybe it can become a little normalized for us as we're watching it happen every single day. But nothing about this is normal. What Shohei Otani is doing is, it just has not been done before, and it's been super fun to watch. So look, I understand the frustration around the team. I I get it. I'm frustrated with the way the team has played, but watching Mike Trout and Shohei Otani gives you something to look forward to every single game, and especially in the case of Otani right now, I mean, this is just unprecedented, and it's been so much fun to watch, and I'm really looking forward to seeing more of this. So we're going to take one final break before we get out of here, but first, 
let me tell you about sports trades. Have you guys heard about sports trade? It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. Sports trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robinhood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players just like real stocks. A fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports and they just added baseball to the platform. So check it out today. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video and then sign up to get started. Again, sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun and exciting, profitable new world of sports trading. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all of the action at Bet Online. This week has tons of sports action on the go, including the ever-changing Major League Baseball. Get all of the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. So make sure to head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today at betonline.ag and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get all of the sports news that you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Your host, Peter Bukowski, updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Just follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. So let's wrap up here today. There was a lot happening in this episode. So the Angels are not playing very well right now. They have lost four in a row. They've lost four of their last, uh, they've gone four and 10 of their last 14 games. Anthony Rendon just ended up going on the injured list. Joe Madden's bullpen management has been questionable throughout the season, but as you discovered mid-episode, it's a little more understandable, but only because it sounds like Chris Rodriguez is dealing with a shoulder issue that could potentially be a problem. And things are just not looking good for this team right now. They are three games under 500. The injuries just keep on coming. They're not playing well. And it's hard to see where things are going to get better coming up soon based on the schedule ahead. They've got one more game against the Tampa Bay Rays, three against the Dodgers, who I'll admit they're struggling, but that's still a very, very talented, good baseball team. And then they're going to face the Houston Astros, Boston Red Sox next week. So this is a brutal stretch for the Angels. And a lot of these injury news and the bad performances are coming at a very, uh, let's say, inopportune time for the club. So look, it's a tough time. Just got to hang in there and just make the most of this situation. Uh, Final notes before we get out of here. Once again, if you do want to send questions in for the mailbag on Friday, make sure to Get those into me before Thursday night. And if you want to join the locker room conversation, we are doing that on Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. But that is going to do it for today's episode. As always, thank you for joining. Stay safe out there. And we will talk some Angels baseball on Friday.